And welcome everyone to the weekly walk through H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Good morning, Rusty. How are you? I am very good, and I just have to say that after such an exciting weekend, I know that you probably weren't as excited about the outcome of that game because you follow multiple teams. Yes. But, which wait, which game? Well, oh. <laughs> Let's, po- let's point be real. Of, point of clarity. <laughs> I guess that, that playoff game. Because you're really a big Dallas fan. Or we're, not. We're not talking about the Cowboys anymore. They're not playing. They're off. So they're off the I'm table. I'm bitter. <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to be I'm, a rough hour for you, yeah. folks. <laughs> well, no, no, and here's the worst part. Uh, no, I'm fine with that. That yeah. happened the week before. I okay. was okay with that. I, I'm, I'm right. okay. So you're past I, it. Well, yeah. The thing that I'm – today is the most depressing day of the year. Why? It's the end of pheasant season. Oh, I'm so sorry. So my sign has to go back up and the gun <clears throat> goes away and we wait another nine months for pheasant season. Okay. So, well, yeah. but, but what, a gr- what a great night, Friday night at the oh shed. Oh, my goodness. You know, you know, major props to HHS. They got it right. They did. They did it very, very well. It was incredibly well received. And mm-hmm. I actually talked to Bruce after that, and he said some of the guys had tears in their eyes because oh, it was so special. Yeah. So it was very, very cool. I was, you know, sitting at the Swather Sport Net- Sports Network where I could see those guys. They had smiles that would split mm-hmm. their faces yeah. seeing the action, seeing people coming by and talking and so it was a really, really cool thing, and we're, yes. we're two years away from the second one. So. Exactly, and I don't know how many years away we are from that um, girls and guys both winning Boy, a number of years ago, 2010. Well, I'm I won't be, alive. but um, anyway, it. listen, kids, well, okay, I know there's a maybe. lot of young listeners. This is why you need to work really hard to try to get a championship right, because right. after 40 years, you'll get to come back onto the court or right. the field or whatever and maybe, be recognized. Maybe we should push it back to 25. I think maybe we can work those 25. That's true. So, but we don't need to yeah. wait 40. 40. Goodness 40, gracious. 40, yeah. I think there ought to be something every five for anything that people do well. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. We, the, have a, you, well, we, we are we are packed blessed today. today. Today we are loaded. I mean, look, we've got Tony Kimes in. Susan has finally cornered Tyler to be here. So. <laughs> Warner them. The Ken Rogers. So the Ken Rogers. It's a I great think, group. Yeah, and I, I think know. we have a really special guest later too. And we are treated because I'm chowing down on a dessert here that we've been given. I know. So. It's kind of the perfect day, despite the fact that pheasant I, you season know what? is I can over. Live with it. All right. Well, quickly getting to the um, activity that we like to have you participate in. Do you have some words, guests, that were like just used when you were kids or teens or college that you think the audience out there would enjoy hearing the the memory of that. Let's start with you, Ken. You look prepared. The word that came to mind for some reason was the word dope. Dope. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. is so dope. As in, as in not me as a dope, but that <laughs> is dope. Okay, that's we're dope. Gonna, yeah. like okay. That, okay. Is, that is like, dope. Yes. Like that's really cool. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's dope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, just, I think has a different meaning today maybe. Hadn't like, thought of that uh, one for oh, a while. Like, like this, I hadn't just, either. Like this panna cotta dessert is dope. Okay. We'll there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Tanya. Okay. So when we were in um, early high school, Somebody made up a word and it caught on and we all used it and the word was Sampa. Do you remember this, Russ? No, I don't. Um, Jerry Minninger. Made well, up yeah, the word. now that that would who would have suspected, yes, ev- because he was Jerry and uh-huh. he knew what was cool. We all used the word Sampa. So, Sampa. like, if somebody said to you, 
something that you didn't appreciate hearing, you'd be like, Sampa. Or somebody okay. slammed somebody else, you'd be like, Sampa. Okay. Or somebody did a really great thing, you'd be like, Sampa. Okay, so there was inflection, different yeah. types of inflection. Okay. So the word could just be used in lots of different Multiple settings. Ways. And if you if you were as cool as Sherry, you knew how to say it right, right in the right place and time. Okay. Right. Well, mm-hmm. obviously. I was not as cool as Jerry, so. <laughs> Well, I wasn't either, but um, I think I might have been his youth group sponsor. (laughs) And we we let the kids watch Christmas Vacation at our house, and I'm thinking that probably was a mistake. So, Jerry, I'm sorry about how that destroyed you, but we got to get Jerry on the show. Okay, Tyler. Yes, we do. I don't – I think – I had to Google this because I don't know – like bomb, bomb was like yes, like yeah, 90s. that's a bomb. That's the bomb, bomb, cool. the bomb diggity. Yeah, yeah. all I, right. I still may use some of these, and they are so outdated. But sure. I'm not cool. But so you are okay. using cap, which I, we appreciate. No cap. Um, so the word today is flex. What do you think that means? And we'll reverse it this time, Tyler. If you were just guessing, if somebody says that, you know, what what do you think? Like. Flexing on something, flexing on you, flexing on like showing off. I don't know. Yes. Oh, okay, Tanya. Yeah, I I agree with him. I've heard my teenage daughter use this word, especially River, my son says. Okay. Tanya and and Tyler are totally flexing on us. And what about you, Ken? Would you have picked that definition? Feel free to say something else. Like it could be a Lego toy or. No, when you when you first said flex, I thought, well, like we need to be flexible. But ah. I, but I but I can totally see where this uh-huh. other is a better definition. Yeah, well, there means- is no flexibility on this side of the table. <laughs> What did no. you think it means? No, I knew I knew what it yeah. meant. Oh, you knew. I, I knew okay, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It means show off. Yeah, yeah. and and the example was Connor's really flexing those new tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like in in my world, it would be so and so is really flexing that new headscarf <laughs> <laughs> on her way out of the beauty shop with it over so that the permanent she just got <laughs> doesn't get destroyed. <laughs> oh my goodness. People should pay to be in this room. <laughs> That's all I can say. Okay, Rusty. Oh, well, I mean, we've got – okay, it's already slipped my mind where you want to go. So. I want to uh, go forward with – Go forward. Uh, <laughs> Tanya do. is going to talk a little bit yes. about some things at yes. Blue Stem. Yes. So um, we really are grateful that you have invested so much of your career. I know that you and I shared a similar career. You used to be a – language arts teacher, Tanya. And I remember a weird conversation one time where we talked about that in the grocery store. But anyway, um, I just want to say that... Before we get into this, someone said they wanted to be in my head. I'd kind of like to be in your head and see where things go, Susan, because I think that would be an interesting journey. There's a there's going to be a fee, but, but sure. Okay. All right. I just wanted to sign note. So okay. what you're saying is we're not spending enough time together already. No. Well, just we're, we could do a little I'm, retreat I'm, or I'm something like, like that or yeah, what? A podcast retreat. for Because, you know, I never get tired of talking about myself. But right now the topic is Tanya, Tanya and yes, your t- journey at Blue Stem. And maybe you can just say a little bit about your background there and then tell us how things have, you know, how's the organization grown and changed? during your tenure? Okay, so I've been there almost seven years and I started out as the exec assistant to the CEO, James Crable. And then each year, my role just has been refined to whatever suits my skills and whatever the organization needs, which is what James does for his employees, which is 
amazing. I'm so lucky to work at a place where they let me move into what suits me best. Clark Roth is huge in that too. He's our VP of HR. Um, so I still assist him, but now I come alongside the Bluestem leadership to articulate our strategic initiatives and our goals and then work together on reaching those. We, we write new ones every year and work on the board with those. And my favorite part, though, is that I get to serve across our organization. So, you know, we have four locations. Right. We're in Heston, Newton, mm-hmm. McPherson and Hutchinson, and we have participants and um, residents. And then we've got about 500 staff across there so I get to interact with all of them and amazing the organization you asked how it's grown or changed I think Mm -hmm. you asked what's different well PACE wasn't open when I arrived so PACE has changed everything that's PACE stands for a program of all-inclusive care for the elderly so they remain in their homes while we provide the continuum uh, or the care that they need at our day centers and with our medical and social staff and um it's changed the way that we look at care, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure so, it has. Yeah. And we, you know, strategically, we try to create a lot of efficiency across the organization so that we can totally maximize our resources. So if we're doing one thing on one campus, we try to figure out how to do it, emulate it on another campus or share knowledge or that kind of thing. So that's changed because when I first came on, we were just two life playing communities. So, mm. Yeah. Good point. Um, and that's got to be that's got to be really interesting because that's a day-to-day different task, different location. Right. It's always mm-hmm. changing. It's got to be a lot of fun. It is awesome. To, to be able to have so many different settings. Mm-hmm. And now you probably are familiar with the um, project that we're, we have going on at Kidron Bethel Village where we just built a new chapel but two brand new classrooms. Mm-hmm. So we're partnering with Bethel College mm-hmm. and they'll be hosting some of their regular semester oh, classes. very neat. Yeah. There. The there, which we're excited about. I don't so. think I really understood that. That's very wise, mm-hmm. um, you know, to overlap like that. Yep. And if you are trying to get um, more, a broader audience yeah. for your work, that, that is sure. incredible. So the continuum of care that Bluestem provides, mm-hmm. do you want to speak a little bit about that? So we have senior living options and care settings, sorry, care settings and services that are unique to our four different um, communities that we serve. The life plan communities would be where seniors receive comprehensive care that could be health care, which is all-inclusive care, and then we also have assisted living and independent living options Mm -hmm. on those two campuses. And then PACE is in McPherson, and then in Hutchinson we have the day centers. So... um, different lifestyle, different living options on all of our campuses. And then we also offer the Progressive Healthcare Academy, which I'm sure you've known people from the community that have, have used that. It's short-term stay for people that are recovering from hospitalizations. Like Yes. Hip- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, yeah, we do know that. I actually know that pretty well. There was when mom did that four years ago. There unfortunately wasn't a spot at the time for oh. that. But but I understand she she thought, oh, maybe I could do rehab and do that there. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out. But right. that is a wonderful option for people, especially local who don't have to go somewhere for 21 days or right. something after a hip replacement yeah. mm-hmm. or something major like that. They get to stay where they're close with family and friends real close by. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And that's on our Villa campus. And then we also have public-facing um, opportunities for both our residents and for members of the community like the wellness centers in mm-hmm. Heston and North Newton and then Water's Edge Restaurant. We're opening a local table restaurant. It's called The Local Table at Kidron Bethel Village. And then, you know, we have the bakery mm-hmm. and cafe. And then we have 
um, catering to Water's Edge catering. A lot of people are using that now, not just in Heston. So, you used a term that I haven't heard: public facing. Is that what you said? Oh yeah. Uh, I guess that's kind of an internal term that we No, we but that's, use. yeah, say that again. Um, um, just uh, define that for people. Okay, public facing would just mean that it's things that we make sure are open and available to the public and easy to access for them, not just our residents. And so we're careful about the verbiage we use or the signage we post or the ways that we share about what we offer because then, you know, it's not, sometimes there's like an internal lingo when I, you live or work someplace. But that could be a really good not not just a buzzword, but in the advent of social media and everyone, public facing, especially not just for Blue Stem, but for people who have social media accounts to be public facing and be aware yeah. of your surroundings. I, you probably ought to coin that and start uh, trademarking that. No, I think that. Ariana uses that maybe, yeah. our, okay. our marketing but, VP. But that's it's so huge, and I know that in our community, we do sometimes, my perception would be that we sometimes have islands. And, you know, organizations can become island-like. And when we try to change that and make a place more welcoming and do that intentionally, that is huge because that can do nothing but help grow the organization and make people more invested. Mm -hmm. So um, the availability of space, if someone needed Blue Stem services today. Mm -hmm. So there's space available both for participants in the PACE program and for residents on in independent living, assisted living, and healthcare at Blue Stem right now. It's um, constantly changing because people are always moving between levels of care or things that they desire to have on our campuses. In independent living, there's generally a wait list. So mm. because we have so many different um, floor plans mm -hmm. and price ranges for our homes. Okay. So people are on the wait list. We have 40-year-olds on our wait list. You have to be 60 or have a partner who is 60 to live there. Hold on. Hold Rusty. on. Not, not, not just one, but two people looked at me like that. So hold well, on. Wait, wait a well, second. I'm just like, maybe I better get on the wait list. I have a person that keeps saying, we'll build you a duplex out there. Yeah. And I'm like, just let me live here for a little while. But maybe he knows more about it from the inner loop than it's I. It's true. Because what they'll do is when a home becomes available that they know is the kind that you're looking for, then they'll call you and you have the opportunity. A lot of people will say, no, I'm not ready yet mm -hmm. for years, mm -hmm. but at least you're getting the calls mm -hmm. when, they, when the home that you want becomes available. So it's never too early to okay. get on that wait list. Well, so at the end, you guys are going to write down my number because okay. now you've got me concerned. <laughs> but done. but um, I do think that's important for people to hear because um, we actually feel like we have some listeners outside of the area and are, are oh, reaching yeah. a little broader. Um you know, base. And if people know someone in their home community that might be seeking really the highest mm -hmm. quality of um, care, care, and, and the, the, what's the word? Living well. Yeah, but, we live well. Yeah, We're very interested in person-centered living. It's one of our three strategic goals: mm -hmm. is that. People live well at every age because we're so consistent in our person-centered care and living opportunities there. So you're right. It's one of the top ones. That's sure. awesome. Well, okay. I heard this topic um, talked about recently that at the onset of COVID, the leadership in Bluestem had an approach to where the pandemic was viewed like as a make or break moment. And I might be, you know stretching that a little bit, but, um, you know, defining movement. And, mm -hmm. and we all know that the pandemic was a healthcare thing. I mean, it, so I do think since that is a, an important part. So can you say just maybe a little bit about 
that and how making good decisions allowed Bluestem to navigate this challenge and maybe how it, it might still be ongoing. Long question, but I know you yeah. have the right answer. So. Well, well, you know, um, yeah, for sure it's ongoing, and I can speak to that a little bit too. But um, when you talk about good decisions, we were really fortunate because we had really seasoned risk managers and infection control specialists, our directors of nursing, our medical directors, and our executive directors were all experts in their field. So from the beginning of the pandemic, they recognized and promoted the fact that protecting our residents and participants was highest importance mm -hmm. because this population is especially vulnerable right. to illness. And they were very interested in protecting our staff as well. So I think that was one of the things that set us apart from other um, maybe healthcare organizations was that they put a lot of energy into educating and providing resources for our over 500 staff members mm -hmm. about how to yes. stay safe, mm -hmm. how to protect their families, gave them resources to do it, provided incentives for making healthy choices, financial incentives, and also just, you know, a healthy work environment and, and a, a positive quality of life. So... Um, I, I would say that we had to rely, I should mention, really heavily on the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services because we're a licensed facility. Uh, we are all licensed facilities, so we had to abide by their rules and regulations. But the Harvey County Health Department was critical. Mm -hmm. They were such strong allies for us. We were on the phone with them daily asking for guidance in the decisions that we made. And they, I mean, I think the staff there was, I want to say, a handful of people. And they weren't just doing it for us. They were doing it for across. No, and, and they were. And the Harvey County Health Department doesn't get enough shout-out in that situation because they were amazing for not just like you guys, but for even normal residents yeah. of the county with everything, trying to make sure that they, people were paying attention or getting tested or getting the treatments that mm -hmm. after those came out and said, hey, you're on the list to get this treatment. Go do this or, mm -hmm. or that type of thing. So big props to them for, for stepping up too. I don't, yeah, they're just truly incredible. Um, I think one of the greatest challenges, though, you mentioned that it's ongoing. It is ongoing. Even in the past several weeks, we have cases and outbreaks on our campuses. But we have good teamwork and good leadership, and we can contain and manage them successfully. We still screen visitors. We still screen staff. We, we test staff. Our staff are mm -hmm. taking antigen tests twice this week, today and Thursday, because we want to make sure that we're not sharing anything we might right. be bringing in. We're masked at work still. It's not It's not over for us. But, you know, one of the greatest challenges is maintaining safety, but then also having quality of living. Because isolation and limited activity is not conducive to healthy living no. for most that, people. That's true. That's yeah. very true. So our frontline staff are the heroes in that. They're amazing because they make relationships with every resident and participant so that they can build on the interests of that person and have conversations and provide what they'd like in their daily living, even though we have to have COVID restrictions, mm -hmm. you know, in the building. So highly, your question? highly personal care. Yeah, highly personal. And, care. and that yeah. is so key. And I think, well, and, and I appreciate that answer. It just is a reminder I think for, for all of us, do a little self-reflection and say, you know, what one thing or two things could I be doing that might help the, the work that you all are doing? And that might be different for everybody. But, um, you know, I think that we do have to continue to remember there are people in your care that 
can't make some of the choices that the rest of us can make. They mm-hmm. they have restrictions, and so how can we be cheerleaders? Oh, so real quick, what are some of your favorite events that Blue Stem hosts? Ooh. Well, we throw a party every year for our employees. You might have seen it over at King Park. The employees and families are invited, and we bring in food trucks and bouncy houses and fun stuff to do. We try to spoil our employees and meet their families. Actually, the PACE team that's in McPherson and Hutchinson is exceptional at planning events for both staff and participants together. So they have an annual PACE race, but then they throw barbecues and they participate in the local parade and they have theme parties and attending what they do, I really enjoy. My favorite, of course, is just daily interactions with the residents, though. When I get my coffee in the morning, I get to interact with people that I have known since I grew up in this community. Mm-hmm. Or people that I knew through Bethel College when I went when I met Kidder in Bethel Village, they're people I've known for like 25, 30 awesome. years, yeah. and I get to greet them in the morning and we talk about Wordle or we, mm. you know, <laughs> one of this one of the ladies, she she sits at the same table every day and she'll tell me about the funny things she's already observed happening that morning in the place where she's <laughs> eating and she's so subtle and witty and amazing and. They, uh, I'm so honored. They're amazing, and they keep everything in perspective. So That's wonderful. Well, I know that my parents got excellent care there years and years ago, and that James Crable really was dialed in to knowing that my dad was a big OU football fan, Mm -hmm. and my dad constantly was telling me, the big guy, the big guy, he's he's an OU football fan just (laughs) like I am. I'm like, well, I am happy because that means a lot to you, and you can call him by his name, James Crable. But, okay, well, I I am very grateful what you all do there because I've benefited and probably will continue to benefit. And, Rusty, now is the time for me to say I totally forgot that – we had a different order, and I just—that's okay. We're flexible. We're flexible. So, we're like, flexible. What we is are, wrong? We are. We are <laughs> figuratively flexible. Okay. Not literally, I am not literally I know, flexible. But I'm, I am just like embarrassed because we were going right. to start a different way. You could have just said, "Stop! You're mixed no, that's up." That's all right. That's cool. Okay, so I, we go with the flow, Susan. We are. <laughs> we go with the, no okay. cap. We go with the flow. Calm down. Breathe no, deeply. Yeah. What do you want to do next? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you drive this why, one. I like why, that. This why don't the, we just? Take a take a break and well, okay, everybody eat for, that little dessert okay, that they brought. I've actually been chowing down here on the panna cotta, so this is okay. Amazing. Well, if it doesn't throw things off too much, I will go back to what I was supposed to do originally, okay. well, which was talk to Ken about the, the wonderful Ken things. The Ken Rogers. Good morning. Uh, we are so glad that you're here, Ken, to tell us a little bit about the um, Sunflower um, Performing Arts, arts mm-hmm. and um, you have an upcoming performance, our right. song, our story. So just. You know, dive in and tell us about exactly. that. Exactly. Well, the Sunflower Performing Arts, or we like to say spa. Spa. Because I like it's time spa. to go to the spa. Perfect. Okay, I like it. Isn't that great? <laughs> that is great. That is awesome. Um, you know, spa has gone through so many different changes. It was Heston Performing Arts uh-huh. uh, initially 30 years ago, and then we joined with Bethel College, became Heston Bethel right. Performing Arts. HBPA. Then HBPA, and then that uh, changed a couple of years ago, and we decided to go with a little bit different branding uh, mm-hmm. that wasn't place-specific, So, except for sunflowers. Right. So Sunflower Performing Arts, and night at the spa. And so um, we have two more concerts in the series. Okay. okay. Um, and a third, I'll say just a little bit about that. But um, the next one is this coming Monday night, February 6th at 7 p.m., uh, on our campus at Heston uh, in Heston Mennonite Church, and it's a program called 
Our Song, Our Story, The New Generation of Black Voices. And it is a program that's been touring the country, which includes a couple of singers, a pianist, and a string quartet. Mm-hmm. And all African-American performers. And it is a, a program that uh, really features uh, African-American um, just celebrating African-American performers and composers, a variety of different things. We'll hear music from all different styles and not just African-American composers, but we will, but it celebrates the fact that um, African-Americans have contributed a lot to the area of, of composition and opera and musical theater and jazz, and we'll hear all of those types of music in this program. And I'm really excited to see uh, what this is you know, what the program's like, how do you incorporate the string quartet into this? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, we have, fascinating we have, to me. We uh, have two singers coming in, a pianist, um, and they are also going to be kind of highlighting the, the lives of uh, Marian Anderson and Jesse Norman. Uh, Marian Anderson was the first African-American uh, singer at the Metropolitan Opera. Okay. In 1955. And before that, uh, we can all think of uh, Martin Luther King's famous I Have a Dream speech in front of the Lincoln Memorial, those pictures. Well, before that, in 1939, Marian Anderson gave an amazing recital there. She was scheduled, she was very famous in Europe already and um, was in, they had, Howard University had invited her to come sing, and their space was too small, and they asked the Daughters of the American Revolution, who ran Constitution Hall, which is about a 5,000-seat auditorium in Washington, D.C., um, whether she could sing there. But it was, a segre- it was a segregated place, and she wasn't allowed to sing there. And so because the mall was, is national space, uh, they, you know, the Jim Crow laws in Washington, D.C. were very mm-hmm. strict at that time. Uh, she was allowed on Easter Sunday, 1939, to give a concert on the steps of that was nationally broadcast. And she sang before an integrated audience of 75,000 people, which was one of the largest crowds, you know, that ever gathered at that time. And so then that was broad- broadcast to millions of people worldwide. So it's a very famous point of uh, in in civil rights history and music history. It's a, an, an interesting yeah. time. So, And then Jesse Norman is a, a generation later famous uh, singer and, uh, and uh, opera singer. So they're going to kind of highlight those stories. But I think it's going to be just a m- marvelous evening. Uh, they'll, they will sing opera. They will sing the songs from musical theater. They will sing uh, some jazz standards. Uh, it, it's just going to be a, a, a ride through the centuries. Oh, wow. So and, very cool. And not at all what I pictured. So just the fact that you have kind of fleshed that out is already, I'm, I mean, I'm leaning in thinking, wow, okay. I hope our listeners really think about this and what what a significant um, opportunity this is. Don't even have to leave town. Exactly. Well, it's so, just, it goes along with what we've been saying for 21 episodes. Heston true. is a happening joint, man. You are right. Yeah. <laughs> we are happening <clears throat> joint. Yeah, we that is out. true. Yeah. So can tickets can be purchased? How? Uh, they can go to um, sunflowerarts.org, our website, www.sunflowerarts.org. Okay. Okay. It's such a... It, it just has a name that just is fragrant. Right? It does. So, yeah, it really is nice. <laughs> and so perfect or, this or time of year with Kansas Day. Or they can call 
8158. Okay. They can call for tickets, and uh, we'd love to have them there. What what time does the performance start? 7 p.m. on Monday, February 6th. On yeah. And, and the fun thing is, even a week from yesterday, we, we have a day uh, planned before that where um, uh, students from area high schools are going to come in and they're going to do a oh. uh, uh, master class. Uh-huh. We have some solos. Gonna I like that too. Like that. Such so we really need great. to continue doing that. Yeah. So Ken, one more thing because <clears throat> I just feel like you're a music expert, and and I I, I will do, agree with that. Yeah, and and I am grateful to have um, the opportunity just to intersect with you in yep. lots of different areas. But over time, what is happening with people's tastes in music and live performance? And I mean, it's a big question, but it's kind of cool that we have some things happening here. Can we expect that to continue? Mm-hmm. Are people still craving that? Or what? what is your opinion on that? I think that people... COVID has really changed things. It I has. Mean, I mean, so initially coming back, I think people were craving being together and live performance and things like that. The challenge is um, people are staying home a lot more. I think people got used to just like, I kind of like just staying home. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the ongoing challenges. You know, I just heard that like Music Theater Wichita, which is always sold out and doing all kinds of things, they're down 30%. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, still. And so, yeah. so it, like, people just aren't coming back. And we see that in, in the kinds of things that we see as well. And and so I think that's just an ongoing challenge. of, And, and it's not – yeah, it, it, it forces reimagination. And sometimes that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we – what do we do with things? How do we continue things? So, yeah. Well, I would just encourage people, if you haven't been out, you haven't been to some kind of performance or ball game or something, mm-hmm. maybe give this a shot Monday yeah, night. You know, it, it I think it's it's brain food and, and earworm or whatever is the right thing. But, I mean, you, you know, just try it. And, and then if you think, oh, I can't wait to run back home and crawl under the covers, well, at least you tried. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's local. <laughs> it's right down the street. And I it point, is. like, people can see me. But right. <laughs> but it's it right is. down the street. So. Like, literally, you yeah, could exactly. crawl to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't. I may have. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I may have hurt myself and crawled across the street. That's neither here nor there. Well, it is just so important, at least to me, to see the arts continue to thrive and grow. And for what you are doing at the college, right. well, I am very grateful. Right. And we're hosting about uh, three other concerts just in the next month of of major events coming up. Say a little bit about those. Tuck those in there Actually, February 14th, because we're going to – I'm going to – plug actually a dinner and a concert because actually oh, there, there is a dinner on we're, the February 13th. We, we are. It's that. a Valentine's Day. I know. We are actually hosting a pianist. Um, so one of our groups for spa in December wasn't able to come because they didn't get their visas. They were a group from Germany. Mm-hmm. And so they, they canceled. We are able to bring in actually now on, on that February 14, it's going to be a concert by a pianist by the name of Stephen Spooner. He used to be at the University of Kansas, now at the Peabody Institute. Fabulous, just amazing um, performer and a really uh, interesting person. And okay. He's really engaging. Um, and he's going to be giving a, a piano concert on that evening. Nice. And I think it would be great to do like a dinner and then they can come and do a concert. Sure. That would be awesome. That's a perfect yeah. gift. So that, that's it? the fourth. So, yeah. so that would so if people who are already spa season ticket holders get in free for that. Okay. Or there are tickets available at the door for that concert. Yeah. And you have a couple more. 
of our an area, a sister college of Heston College, mm-hmm. Goshen College, mm-hmm. is going to be here on February 27th uh, in their touring choir. We're hosting them on Monday night, February 27th. And then uh, we have our annual musical at Heston College coming up the first week of March. So Great. called The Apple Tree. Oh, I man. actually played for it. We The last time I played for this musical was at the Colonial House <gasps> oh, downtown. Oh. I was a junior in high school. Oh, my goodness. That is a cool memory. That is really mean, cool. So if you want to come back, and we'll talk about the Colonial House sometime. Oh, and my doing God. Dinner, the dinner theater, theater? at the yes, Colonial House. Saturday night dinner theater. Oh, yes. my goodness. Uh, I, I would be happy to. That was my first time ever accompanying a Those a stairs on Colonial House. I remember those because oh, yes. they were so hard because I fell down yeah. there. Um, oh, my <laughs> If we could so just resuscitate dinner theater <laughs> oh, along with all these other things. There we go. Okay. So, anyway, in, enough in a, of that. When you have a free moment, we need to just have a power lunch and plan. We do. That would be great. Well, Ken, again, thank you thank for you being so here. Thank you so much. It yeah. is You're the welcome. Ken Rogers. You have to refer to Ken as the Ken Rogers. <laughs> the Ken. I appreciate it. The Ken Rogers. Well, we're grateful well, to you. And I'm, I'm going to sit quietly. I'm going to need to leave. And so. Okay. You know, so, yeah. yeah. That, well, Ken, thanks. Good Ken to see you, Ken. Ken on something there that we're going to Valentine's Day, Susan. Now, for me, that doesn't do a lot because I am single. But for those the people who have Valentine's and need Valentine's, there is an event coming up at the Water's Edge for Valentine's Day. It is a Valentine's dinner, and I'll just put everything that I have on the floor, so that's cool. Um, and that is Tuesday, February 14th, and it's seating from 5 to 8 $30 per meal. Yep. Uh, and reservations, and I'm t- – okay – so, because I am not French, I'm guessing that's French. I'm going. We're going to go through the menu because we're already sitting here sampling the panna cotta for the dessert, and it's delicious. It is absolutely delicious. Okay, so Tyler, you're here with yep, us. I am. Um, right now, so yep. Easy. I mean, okay. I'm not a chef. I will be. I will that's, let me admit, right. I'm not a professional. That's fine. Grant Gordon, right. Chef Grant Gordon, was supposed to be here today. However, he had other obligations. That's fine. So here I am. But that's okay. We're, we'll make it easy. Okay. We'll, we'll make it easy. Right. Okay. Um. And so, are there a lot of reser- you're taking reservations right now? We are taking reservations. Okay. They're actively taking reservations. You can call the restaurant six two zero three two seven four zero nine nine to make right. your reservations. Thirty Perfect. bucks a person. And it's the a cheapest meal, cheapest Valentine's dinner you can find. No kidding. Basically around. a three-course meal. But, yep, three courses. And the first course is, uh, oh, mm. no. Yep. Wait, uh, I'll, I'll get this. I'll get this. Well. Vichyssoise? It's Yeah. Let me – hang on. I brought somebody with me that okay. might be able to – Really? Help. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Look, I can't believe you – how did you work I, this? She actually just moved to Bluestem Community. Oh. <laughs> My friend Julie. Julia. Yes, Julia Child here. It's so blue stem is just let me tell you, living in Heston, America has just been fabulous. It's just been so nice so to be here. Glad she likes it. I am too. I, I'm glad she does too. Yeah. Julia, how do I even say that word? The, so in the first course, you have a choice between the Vichy Soie Soup okay. or the Strawberry and Goat Cheese Salad. Mm. Now, Vichy Soie Soup is actually cold. Oh, so okay. I did not know like that. It's like revenge. It's best served cold. <laughs> <laughs> and Vichy Soie so, so when they serve you your Vichy Soie Soup, don't complain and say... 
this soup is cold. It's supposed to be cold, okay, so don't okay. send it back to the kitchen, Rusty. I won't. I will not send it back to the kitchen. And you have like a choice between a strawberry and goat cheese salad. So mm-hmm. those are your first two options, yep. which are really amazing options. Vichyswa, it's a hearty potato and leek soup, so people don't under, so they know with cold, cold, cold. with served cold. with homemade sour cream and herbs. Yes. That's yes, pretty. Sir. That's pretty yeah. impressive because I could not make sour cream. No, I can make milk, and that's because <laughs> I open the and I pour it in things. That's how you make milk. So, uh, but then there are four different things to four. choose from from the second course. And Julia, what would out of these four things, what would be your favorite? You know, this is so difficult. You know, if you're a vegetable area, you might like the spaghetti squash. It, that's an, an option for those that are are not meat eaters. They're vegetarians. <laughs> and, and we've got a grilled grouper. No, yes. a grouper, you must, Rusty, you're a fisher yes, person. Yes, I you am must, a fisher person. You, I, I have never caught a grouper because they're saltwater, but, yes, but I know what they look like. Well, they have great big mouths. They are, yes, like some other people we know. <laughs> That'd be me. This guy right here knows but what a grouper yes, is and a has grouper, a great big mouth. We've got a grilled grouper, and then we've got a, a glazed stuffed chicken. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't stuff it myself, but I know that it's, it's going to be just great. And then the braised short rib papadilla. That sound th- those two are oh, actually they all sound really good. Even even the uh, the spaghetti squash. And Susan, if you were picking one, which one would you pick? Well, I'm not a vegetablerian. <laughs> vegetablerian, <clears throat> but okay. I'm trying to keep my cholesterol down, so that'd be what I should pick. But okay. I don't know what that. Um, Tell, say more about what you think that braised. Oh, I can, oh the I, braised short rib papadilla. Yeah, yeah. So it's a tender braised short ribs, portobello mushrooms, and blistered heirloom tomatoes tossed with a handmade papadel. I think it's papadel. Is it papadel? Papadel. papadel yes, it's a type of pasta. Pasta yes. topped with a grana padano cheese. Chef, I, I, I bet if you paid for two, you could have one of each. I, I'm just saying. I, I know these things. I will just actually. Yeah. It's ironic because I just watched a video of a guy cutting open a two year old. Uh, Padano cheese and it looks actually pretty good. Oh, I'm not a cheese guy. So. And you know what? Often we don't like things blistered. I know. <laughs> when I'm in the sun too much, I don't like to be blistered. But I don't either. But, I understand that, but Julia. When, yeah. you, when you have heirloom tomatoes, it's nice to get them blistered occasionally. Yes. So good one point. of the few things that you say, yes, I would like to be blistered. Yes. There. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then you don't have to go to the dermatologist That's immediately. Right. Right. So exactly. good point, exactly. Julia. Thank you for uh, glazed stuffed up. chicken is a a glazed stuffed chicken breast with spinach, cheese, sun-dried tomatoes, and herbs served with honey-glazed heirloom carrots, green beans, and leeks. Mm-hmm. So that's your that's one yep. of those. The grouper, let's go ahead and go over the grilled grouper. Marinated grouper grilled to perfection and served over herb couscous and asparagus tips topped with a rich fumé and fresh strawberry and arugula salad. I'm just guessing here about fumé. I'm, I'm, yeah, we're, we're guessing because, with some of the pr- pronunciation. Because Chef Grant says he... The, the the short rib is a dish you don't want to miss out on. That's what yeah. I would go with. Ooh, Not I that anybody asked. No, but, but no, I was a you, single. You, you, I, a singles club. I'm yeah, but I would. I was going to ask you because yep. I would go for the short rib too. Yep. I love yep. short Absolutely. ribs. So yeah, Brace short I wonder, ribs. What would you choose, Julia? You know, I'm. I I love the blistered tomatoes. <laughs> I think that's just a bit. It's hard to. I mean, that would be great. 
I might go with the stuffed chicken. It seems a, a bit of a, a kind of a, a maybe a bland choice, but when you look at it, it just looks so fabulous with the spinach and cheese and everything and the leeks. My guess is it's going to be so tender, your eyes are going to leak from how beautiful, <laughs> how good it tastes. I suppose that's very we, likely to happen. Very, we haven't asked Tony, what would you pick? Oh, I'm a vegetable area uh, usually, so I would go for the, the spaghetti, spaghetti squash, squash okay. for sure. Which is roasted spaghetti squash noodles topped with a hearty ragu of portobello mushrooms, heirloom tomatoes topped with shaved grana padano and fresh herbs. Mm. I could do a voiceover for that. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I really couldn't. Just, but yeah. So, uh, and then the dessert which we've been eating here. <laughs> but but it, that's a strawberry. Yep, you're right. We've got blueberry today. Oh, but this yeah. is a strawberry panna cotta, delicate strawberry panna cotta topped with fresh strawberry jam, fresh strawberries, and mint. We've got a blueberry panna cotta that I've been eating when no one's looking. So. It really is delicious, <laughs> really is. Julia, Julia. How do you feel about the the panna cotta? Well, it's it's a it's. Definitely classic choice, and I think for for Valentine's Day, I think you ca- you've got to go with the strawberries. It's you know love is red and and, and the, the, the blistered tomatoes are red. Love can be blistered. I'm seeing a theme. Too, I'm so seeing a theme. Good. Yep. Yes, yep. it's beautiful. Love and, is and red. Ro- and yeah. f- the roses are red. And as a single woman myself, I would be <laughs> very happy to to go Join with. Join us. The, yes, I like, I would, I like yes, table, exactly. for table, table for three. Table for three. Yes. Best. Love table it. we got tip yep. for the well right. I don't even know what was in that it was delicious but what is a panna cotta is that it's the dessert cheese or, well I know it's what we've been enjoying <laughs> but is it cheese or cream or cottage think, cheese think or? of it as uh, think of it as, as a kind of custard Yes, I would. It's a kind of oh, yeah. custard. Yeah, I would say yes, it's that, definitely a custard. Kind of yeah. like a creme brulee now it's, that it, you say that. Yeah. See, I just couldn't without connect the, the dots. Without the brulee, yes. Yeah. Yeah. More, more yes. of the creme. Yes. The creme. Well, it saves fuel. Right. Exactly. You don't have to torch them. Exactly. You don't, and you, you don't want it blistered. That's, <laughs> That's right. Okay, hold on. Now, I like to blister things with a torch, so I would be all about blistering and creme brulee. Well, maybe next well, year. Well, yeah, but yeah. we're also knowing that I'm a little bit dangerous, so maybe open fire myself isn't a good idea, so we'll okay. just leave that out there. No, Chef Grant, I mean, he loves to be creative and source yeah. some of the most amazing ingredients and make everything he can by hand, possibly by hand, so... Um, I think it's going to be great. Thirty bucks a person. Yeah, sixty dollars a couple. Cheapest meal around. And you're local. You don't have to travel. You don't Correct. have to fight crowds. Just, You've got a reservation. If it's nice, you could walk. Yeah, yeah. It could be nice. Could you get that to go, or is that so strange? It, there, there's a thing here that says, says dine in only. only. Yep. Oh, that's, so <laughs> sorry. Wasn't looking. That's okay. Well, that's okay. No, that makes no, sense. No, Why but, would you but, put but, that no. in styrofoam? Right. Yeah. yeah You've got yeah. you got to treat this right. I right. Mean, yeah, this is this okay. is quite yeah. very very cool. Well, they, I wish you can. So the website, the full menu is on the website, watersedgeheston.com. Uh-huh. Um, that'll take you there. It's on the very top of the page there for you. Um, again, February 14, five yeah. to eight reservations are required. Very very cool. Yep. So make those reservations, and obviously Susan has already started to make those reservations. I can see that her wheels turning. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm kind of thinking, if Julia's going to be there, we ought to maybe do a photo op. A photo op of Julia. People could get their pictures. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be available. I don't, that but, I, but we'll I don't, see. I don't know. Julia might have other obligations. Okay. She might be floating between two different sites. You that never is know. true. She's, she's very popular. Well, yeah. truly, though, we need to start. 
capitalizing when we have celebrities move to town. We yeah. we need to have pictures. Absol- absolutely. Pictures, absolutely. pictures, over and yes. over. You, yeah. yeah. Sightings, you know. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Tyler. That is amazing. We've got Thanks, all, Julia, we've for got, slaying that. For the slaying that interview. Yes. That, no cap. No, no, no cap. That's how slaying is used. So, no cap. Yeah. So, thank and you. We're, to piggyback off of the Water's Edge and catering, we've mentioned yes. that. So Friday, March 31st is the annual, annual Chamber of Commerce banquet catered by Water's Edge at nice. Sunray Ranch. And so keep that in the back of your head. It's Friday, March 31st. For more information, call 620-327-4102. That's Friday the 31st. Uh, Kim will get you hooked yeah, up. Yeah, and we're okay. going to get Kim on here at some Sounds point. Good. We're going to get Kim and her husband, Councilman Mike Wallace. We'll have the whole Wallace Day here. Uh, I like it. Uh, yeah. Wallace Day. <laughs> Wallace Day. And we will go off the rails so bad. I can what a great day this was. I wish Ken... I want to thank him. I, I'm sure yeah. he's listening, but it was great to have Ken and Tyler and, and Tanya, Tanya and, and then Julia. just to bring Julia. Right. I mean, what a great day. Great day. And and uh, sports news. Got a little sports? Probably. Uh, Swather's playing Hoisin tonight with JV Games beginning at 430. They head over to Blood Rival. Blood Rival. Hillsboro on Friday night as well. Uh, Regional Scholars Bowl is Thursday for HHS as well. So all things happen in here. So have an enjoyment, man. No it cap. Is. It, it, there's so much going on, okay. and, and I'm we just flexing appreciate... my knowledge about Heston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got some. You're flexing something. <laughs> anyway, I just appreciate um, everything that's happening around town, and it's yeah. good. People... And Jackie's got library updates. She said yeah. she did, so, so she'll she's going to. But let's get in. let's get some applause for, for our guests. Great. So. Long applause. <laughs> so. They were that there good. Three of us, okay. Yes, they were that yes, good. yes. And then, um, yeah, and my snake got in that picture that's on the table oh, too. Oh yes, I'm sure people thank you, would want to hear. Thank another. you, Susan, thank for thank all you, you do. Thank we you guys for coming in. Oh, thank you're great. Thank we'll you for see the you, Julia. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. It was absolutely. I'm going to eat this last big scoop here. So, Susan, you should talk for a second. Okay. okay. So let's see what has been going on. I really don't have anything major to say mm-hmm. other than. I'm kind of looking forward to learning a little bit more about Idea Tech. Mm-hmm. I saw that that was um, a- available to go to the chamber lunch and hear about them because we had a little crisis when they were putting in the lines and um, we had to have uh, Cox come out and correct it. And then the Cox guy got stuck in the mud and Mike had to pull him out. I didn't know that. Okay. Jer had to come to town to almost rescue Mike. and But, you know, it's all good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that the library had a little stuffy sleepover yep, over my the snake weekend. Made an appearance, and I didn't eat any animals, so all the kids' animals were great. So that's true. A well-behaved, large boa constrictor. It's a, it's not a boa constrictor. It is an emerald tree boa from South America. Oh, I know nothing about. Unfortunately, I do. Okay. But it is an emerald tree boa from South America. They get to be about. Maybe 10, 12 feet long at the max. Yeah. So, yeah. But they're a very, very pretty green snake. It is a pretty snake. Yeah. I think there, I think there's even one at the uh, um, Sedgwick County Zoo. There. Okay. Used to, at least there used to be. But it is an emerald tree boa. We might be able to use our connections with Sarah Jantz yeah. and see if she can come in sometime yeah, and, and talk to us about that. So, I'm sure Jackie's on her way. There she is. But okay, she's good. going, I'm going to wave her down here. Okay. You t- now, you tell stories. I can tell stories. Well, one thing that we mentioned about this the uh, Monday, and Susan will be happy to hear, is that uh, that we talked about that performing arts and everything going on Monday the sixth. Um, I hope to attend, but um, I'm going to be 
working on the boat, so hopefully I'll have fingers left by that. That's on the 6th. The so boat. The boats, you know, it's that time of year when you need to do the little boat maintenance. Get I ready understand. for that. So. I understand. Well, welcome, Jackie. Good Hi. to see you. Hello. It looks like you're kind of having a busy morning. There were some quite yeah. a few people here, like, hanging large murals or something uh, yeah so hi hi um <laughs> it's been one of those mornings at the library yeah no we've got the city guys here uh delvin and his crew we had discovered about six months ago that we had murals from the old library that were in the kids section um they were painted in 2005 and so we discovered those hiding in closets and were determined to get them up so we are <laughs> we are in the midst of putting those up. Uh, we've got scaffolding here. Yep. We've got all kinds of construction going on. So we're going to have one, two, three, four, five, five uh, really beautiful murals and a banner that are up um, at the end of the day. Our kids' sections all tore apart. But it how happens. wonderful is it to preserve something and bring it back? Because it's probably been in hibernation for 15 years, maybe? Uh, that'd be about, we've been in this building for about 10. Mm-hmm. So they definitely have been in storage for the last decade. Okay. Um, they're, I really want people to come and see these. They're very they're cool. They're very yeah, detailed. I think, yeah, they are. They're cool. I was watching them hang those. They are pretty, they're very vivid, very pretty, mm-hmm. very, very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got those going up. Um, yeah, the, the new art, pro- I call it the new old art project. And I keep checking the door. Um, to see if anybody needs me in case I need to duck out. (laughs) But no, we've got that going on. Um, Come in and check that out. And one of the most important things starting this Thursday, the library is not open until noon. Yes. We're going to actually move the podcast back an hour or so and Mm -hmm. have a little bit more quick not rushing around in the morning trying to get ready if you're like me and maybe procrastinate a little bit. But but the so, podcast will continue, we'll, but yes, we we'll realize just, that be, you are doing some adjustment of your hours. Yeah. Yeah. But I know your programming will continue to be strong, and you probably have some things. You, you just had the stuffy sleepover, which is amazing. If you did not have the chance to bring a little animal here, you need to at least come and see the story of the animals because, yeah, not everybody gets to go to the Olympics, but you can watch it. And so this is just like seeing a, a um, summary of it. So I enjoyed looking at that. But what else is coming up? Um, so we have our, our book club. Um, that's coming up on the second Tuesday of the month. It's the Positive Personalities is what we're reading. Um, it's Yeah, it's a really great book. It's at 7 o'clock at the library, so stop in and and say hi. Um, We have the new art project on the 16th of February. We are having a poor painting. Uh, Space is limited, so if you'd like to get in on poor painting, Rusty's looking at me confused. What you do is you have an 8 by 10 canvas. Okay. And you put it up on a couple of Dixie cups. Okay. And you have those Dixie cups in a tray. So you tray, cups, canvas. Okay. You take a bunch of acrylic paint. All right. Different colors. And you take a, a red Solo cup. Huh? And you pour paint into a red Solo cup. Gotcha. I know. Okay. I've done that. And then you... You, you that, layer the paints I, and then oh, you dump them except over Except that I only did that with my palettes and art and then would peel it off to have something really cool and abstract design. So yeah, I know. It's cool. Same yeah, thing. Yep. So we've got a poor painting class on the 16th. Um, and then Women's Civic Club. Mm-hmm. Um, we are meeting on the 21st uh, of February. So 
then in between all of that, we have Wednesday Wigglers. The Wigglers. And we have, you know, we're, our after-school programming is taking a brief hiatus um, during the month of February just with the staffing sure. being what right. it is. Right. So after-school programming is taking a hiatus, but we will still have our adult programming. We will still have our book club. We will still have our Wednesday Wigglers. Um, and we're just kind of... We're yeah. moving and grooving as best yeah. we can. Yeah, you're going with the flow. You're you're flexing your knowledge and being flexible. I am the least flexible person on earth in hold my on. anxiety. Hold that, hold that thought. <laughs> whoa, let's, whoa, huh? Another thematic uh, podcast, how flexible are oh you? Oh, God. That was our, th- our slang word was flex today, so mm. I learned. It means to brag. Mm-hmm. To, to show off. Show off. Yeah. So, like, if you're flexing some Yeah, we're flexing something. our flexibility yep. over here. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. lack of flexibility. It's that, it's that okay. second one. Um, I've got a book that I really want to promo. It's, okay. it's called This Book is... Is this is not a book about Benedict Cumberbatch? It's <laughs> okay, interesting. It's, so, it's one of those cultural touchstone books, like who who we are as people. And I I recently read it, and it's yeah, this is not a book about Benedict Cumberbatch and how all the weird little obsessions in our lives that bring us joy and the weird little obsessions that help us find ourselves and the weird little obsessions that keep us from just Sounds getting like- lost in the rest of what people want from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another book. It's S word, uh, I say to myself. So I say to myself. Okay. Beep button. Yeah. No, I got it. I got. It. I see <laughs> yeah. where we're going. Okay. So, and, and that's another one that that yeah. is on my list. It's more in in line with like stuff I say to myself. Stuff I say to myself. Cool. Um, yeah. I really want to promo those two. Just if you're in a season of life where you're not catching up, and and with the library being, you know, my staff works so incredibly hard, and yet, you know, with with having to cut hours and with having to make sure. the sacrifices that we are, it's... It's a lot to be the hub of the community. It is a lot to be the hub of the community. And my staff has risen to the occasion over and over and over. And and I think these two books are just a great way to to rebalance and recenter. Good. Nice. What we're very, doing. very, very so. neat. Very neat. Okay. Awesome. So stuff going on in the library, stuff happening in Heston. I mean, we've got famous celebrities here. It was it was an incredible day. It was a great day. Now, I have one more thing. Okay. I'm going to challenge everyone that tunes into the podcast mm-hmm. to send an email. Just an email that says, hi, send an email to HestonPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We want to know how many people are out there. Just say, hi, hey, I'm tuning in. I'm listening. That's all we're asking is saying just an email that says, hi, we want to see how many people are tuning in and listening. I like that idea. Okay. And maybe if they wanted to have a chance to be on the podcast. Yeah. They yeah, could say, got something, yeah, pick me, pick me. Pick me, pick me. I've got something to share. Come I, on. Yeah. I like that. So email us, hestonpodcast at gmail.com. Do it. Yeah. Gene Kimball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Once again, what a day, Susan. What it was a wonderful great. Day. Good all to right. be together. All right. Thanks for all our guests. This has been the Weekly Walk Through H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher. We'll say, see you guys next week.